0: Hey, this is Lizzie with Love Day Coaching, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it is about you. Every week, there is a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what other people say and watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do, figure out what you need to say or do to flourish and thrive. Consider this your identity check-in day. This is about you. Hello, it's Lizzie here and welcome to the space. Today is a what-if question. Periodically on this podcast, I'll be asking what-if questions to get you thinking about shifting your own perspective so you can see things outside of your present frame of reference. Today's what-if question is, what if you were not embarrassed by yourself? What if you didn't feel like hiding yourself in whatever social situation you're in? What if you didn't hold back your gifts and strengths because you were afraid of being seen? And along with every what if question is the following question. What would be possible then? So what if you were not embarrassed by yourself and what would be possible then? Last week on this podcast, the questions were about developing a strong sense of your own personal identity. If you haven't listened to episode 19, check it out and begin crafting your own sense of identity to help you tap into what you could be offering more of. Get curious about what parts of your identity you are currently holding back on in some way. Now remember, my friend, you are a brilliant light. Your light is your inner knowing. There are things you know, and that knowledge is light. Your light can be shared. But why does it feel so scary and hard sometimes? We all have parts of us that we tend to hold back from sharing, or we feel shy and insecure about people noticing. What is that for you? Is there an element of your personality you want to hold back on for or some part of your looks that you tend to want to hide, where does this show up for you? What parts of you do you tend to hold back and hide? Well, I'm going to get real honest with you and say that it can be very embarrassing for me to share my voice. In fact, I've noticed a shyness in me about telling people that I've started this podcast. I was talking to a friend recently and mentioned my podcast and I said, but, but don't listen to it. <laughs> and why do I feel embarrassed and shy about sharing this information people, with people? And the irony is so funny how I say, oh, yeah, I do have a podcast. And then I get embarrassed and say, oh, but don't I don't want you to see it. <laughs> I want you to hear it. <laughs> Well, I'm afraid of, I think what it is, that I'm just afraid of how people will perceive what I have to offer. Can you relate to that? I question myself and think, what if someone thinks I'm too serious? What if one, someone thinks I'm too unprofessional? What if I'm too cheesy or quirky? What if I'm too rigid in my tone of voice? What is... it sounds dumb, what if the sound quality isn't perfect? The embarrassing what-ifs can go on and on. From a young age, I've been hesitant to share my opinions and my quirky personality in a group setting, and sharing my face through video in a group setting has always been something I've felt embarrassed about. The thing is, most people who interact with me would never guess this because I consciously make efforts to push through the fear, and I've learned to step into what would be possible if I did share these parts of me that feel embarrassing. But it hasn't been natural for me. And it is risky business because, well, what if I get embarrassed? (laughs) What if you get embarrassed? That is a question to ask, really. What are the consequences of feeling embarrassed, really? Oh, shoot, people found out I'm actually a human with quirks and flaws. Oh, no, they'll know I'm just like they are. Oh. Being self-conscious is another way we describe this sort of thing with language. Self-conscious. And What does that mean when we say that someone is self-conscious? This refers to a heightened awareness and concern about oneself. This concern with self is accompanied by a sense of being observed or judged by others. This type of inward focus involves being acutely aware of your own actions, appearance, thoughts, and emotions in relation to how you believe others perceive you. The words I want to highlight here are these, how you believe other people perceive you. That's what causes you to be self-conscious and hyper-focused on yourself because you're managing the beliefs and perceptions of other people. Of course, we need to manage this to a degree to navigate the social world around us. However, when there is a heightened awareness around managing perceptions, it leads to feelings of anxiety, insecurity. We have too much worry about making mistakes, mistakes and we are more indecisive We worry too much about being judged negatively or not living up to certain standards. We experience disease. Disease is a dis-ease. It's a feeling of dis-ease in some way within us. A sense of discomfort within. We suffer and sometimes don't even understand why. A well-known vulnerability researcher and social worker, Brene Brown, describes embarrassment this way. She says embarrassment is a fleeting feeling of self-conscious discomfort in response to a minor incident that was witnessed by others. When we feel embarrassed, we can feel exposed, flustered, and clumsy. Brene Brown is an expert on vulnerability, and vulnerability is about feeling exposed. Feeling exposed, that's others witnessing or seeing us. Ah, oh, that sounds scary, right? <laughs> Unsafe, right? At the same time, the irony is that we want to be seen and noticed for the good we have to offer. These two ideas conflict with each other. We want to be seen and appreciated, and at the same time, we don't want anyone to notice us so we don't get embarrassed by the judgment we perceive people will place on us because we are flawed in some way. We are just exhausting ourselves with these conflicting desires, and we use a precious energy when we expend ourselves in honor of managing how we are perceived. What is our typical response Well, one response is humor, and humor is awesome. Humor can help us make light of the situation. Humor around embarrassment reminds us that we are all flawed, and it is hysterically entertaining also to watch other people's failures and flaws. And that's because it's refreshing and validating to see those flaws and mistakes exposed in other people. We can all relate to the emotion of embarrassment. Embarrassment. Finding out that other people are flawed is so funny, perhaps because it reminds us how imperfectly funky and human we all are. So laugh at yourself, laugh with delight at the funky things you do. It is often said that those who laugh live a longer and healthier life. There's another side to the coin of humor, though, and humor can also be a type of protection shield we use to keep hiding behind. Humor without humility is more like bullying. And bullying diminishes people. Humor is fun and it's a great coping mechanism unless we consistently use it to hide our real emotions and our real selves, to protect ourselves from really being seen for who we are. It's not good when it's critical and judgmental. If it's more about protecting our own ego and insecurities, it ends up squashing human potential. Are you using humor to hide parts of you that you're afraid might be flawed in some way? Get curious with me today. Is your humor critical and jabbing or is it a humble and accepting type of humility? Another response to embarrassment is that we often apologize. Sorry for this. Sorry for that. Sorry my house doesn't look perfect right now. I've always appreciated a friend of mine who welcomed me into her home and there was a sign that said, excuse the mess, people actually live here. Begin noticing when you apologize for things that are truly about managing other people's perceptions of you and not truly about the real way you have wronged them. So often we go around apologizing for things we and we've wronged no one. It's as if we sometimes are saying, oh, sorry, I'm standing here and I'm human. Do you sometimes apologize for things that perhaps you don't need to apologize for? Are you doing it to manage someone else's emotions and at the same time save face for yourself so that you aren't noticed or criticized or judged? Embarrassment can hold us back in the following ways. I've got a list of ways here. The first is it can hold us back because we are afraid of judgment. And when we live with the fear of being judged negatively by others, this fear can lead us to avoid situations where we might feel embarrassed, which in turn can limit our willingness to take risks, try new things, or express ourselves authentically. It also shows up when we avoid social situations or interactions. Because if we are worried about the perceptions of others and protecting ourselves from Being embarrassed, we avoid social situations and certain types of interactions, and this can hinder our ability to connect with others, form relationships, and engage in meaningful social activities. Hyper-focus on the feeling of embarrassment can erode an individual's self-confidence and self-esteem as well. If we consistently feel embarrassed about our actions or appearance, we might start to doubt our abilities and feel more inadequate, which is the opposite of what we're trying to do by when we avoid embarrassment, right? It's, it's ironic. Embarrassment can be a powerful learning tool, and it helps us recognize areas where we need improvement and growth. It helps us reflect on our actions. When we constantly avoid embarrassment, we miss out on valuable opportunities for personal growth and development. Fear of embarrassment can also stifle creativity and self-expression. People might refrain from sharing their ideas, thoughts, or talents out of concern that others might criticize or ridicule them. In professional and academic settings, the fear of embarrassment can lead to the avoidance of challenging tasks or projects. And we avoid asking questions. This avoidance prevents us from pursuing opportunities that could enhance our skills and advance our careers or education. When we're hyper focused on embarrassment and avoiding it, it limits our personal exploration. When we try new things, it often involves a risk of making mistakes and feeling embarrassed. If we're too focused on avoiding embarrassment, we stick to familiar activities and avoid exploring new interests or hobbies. And the last thing I'm going to mention is that this embarrassment can impact relationships by causing discomfort or tension between individuals. If someone feels embarrassed about a particular incident, they might distance themselves from others or avoid discussing the issue, which can strain communication and connection. And often we try to control others to protect ourselves from our own embarrassment. Particularly, we tend to do that with people that are really close to us, people that are somehow a reflection of. Us, whether it's our kids, our spouse, people we manage at work, and that can strain our relationships. Constantly trying to avoid embarrassment might lead us to present a facade or act that is not incongruent with our true selves, and then we lack authenticity. And that contributes to this disconnection with others and with our own sense of identity. There's a lot of things there that I just listed off of how embarrassment can affect our lives. And reading over that list, I thought, wow, this takes me back to high school and middle school. All of my four children have hit the teenage zone so far, and I swear for teenagers, their main programming is to constantly avoid any type of embarrassment. And in a sense, we are all still in the teenage zone, but we just don't want to admit it because, well, it's too embarrassing. (laughs) Embarrassment is not all bad. It's an opportunity for us to laugh together sometimes and to learn and progress and grow and push into possibility. Embarrassment serves as a gauge for seeing where we can improve and make progress. Every emotion we feel is there for us to learn from. If you are constantly trying to avoid the emotion of embarrassment, What learning experience are you missing out on? What growth are you avoiding? What parts of you are you shoving in a bag? What potential within you is being stored because you are working so hard to manage other people's perceptions of you? As a health and life coach, I've seen firsthand how disconnection with a strong personal sense of identity can hold people back from making choices that will leave them feeling healthier, lighter, freer, and more energetic. When we are working so hard to manage other people's perceptions of us, we lose touch with that personal identity. We lose touch with our own Perception and we spend our days avoiding embarrassment so that we don't appear, well, so we don't appear human. And it's kind of embarrassing and silly, right? That we do that. It's important to note that some level of embarrassment is a natural part of human experience and it can serve as a guide for appropriate behavior in social contexts. It's just when the fear of embarrassment becomes overwhelming and starts to hinder personal growth and well being, it might be beneficial to address these feelings through self reflection, building self confidence, and seeking support from a coach or therapist. One way to get over yourself and this self consciousness is to practice seeing other people for real. Self consciousness is hyper focus on self a place to start is to look outward to people in a different way. Instead of passing by others afraid they will misjudge you or treating them as if they were invisible because you want to be invisible, instead I challenge you to recognize them and allow them to be there with you. Offer whatever you have, eye contact, acceptance, peace, gratitude, a smile, genuine laughter, a high five, Why not start getting embarrassed by doing something kind? Something that actually connects you and others around you in a more accepting way. We are like mirrors. The way we treat others is often a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. So if we're treating other people invisible, it's often a reflection of how invisible we feel. Begin seeing in others what you want to see, what you want them to see in you kindness, mercy, acceptance, peace, what is that for you? What is it that you could start offering and sharing with others and seeing in others? And to finish off today, I've got our official questions for the day. So get a piece of paper, take a note on your phone, pause, get ready to answer these questions for yourself. What is one aspect of you that you are committed to? To sharing more of. What would pushing through the fear of doing this look like for you? And what would it feel like? So if you were to push through the fear of sharing parts of you? What would that look like and feel like? What would motivate you to push through the fear? and not be embarrassed by yourself. What would motivate you to do that? What would be possible for you if you chose not to be embarrassed in that situation? So you've shared that part of you. How might this build your self-confidence? How might this connect you with others in a more meaningful way? And what if You were not embarrassed by yourself. What would be possible? Those are your questions for today. Write them down, make them personal. As always, I am here to remind you that this is about you flourishing. This is your moment to get momentum on your own personal revolution. Get curious, begin to innovate yourself. With these questions. In the show notes, you can sign up to receive the questions emailed to you. You can also find links to a free video that shares the myths and mistakes people make when they are burned out. Send me an email, write a review. I'd love to connect and hear what has been helpful or unhelpful about this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Loveday Coaching, and there you'll be reminded when the next episode comes out. As your coach, I'm committed to helping you hear yourself better. I am here to provide you a moment in your life to check in with your own identity. There is so much stored potential within you. Why let the risk of embarrassment hold you back from sharing your potential and offering what you know you have inside to offer? Get out there. Let's do something embarrassing together. This is about you.